This is the Purpose Podcast, episode 11. You're listening to The Purpose Podcast, where our goal is to help you grow through inspirational stories from amazing people who live and work all around the world. For more information about the interviews you're hearing, please visit thepurposepodcast.com. And now, here's your host, Brian Gay. Well, welcome everybody to The Purpose Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here with us today. Uh, we've got a great call in store for you with Dave Elif, uh, the pastor of Roots Community Church in Seattle, one of our guests that's coming to our GIC, our Global Impact Celebration. That's going to be held February 15th through the 19th, 2017, coming up right around the corner. Just want to remind you uh, that you can go online to GIC2017.com. That'll take you to our GIC website and you can get more information about schedules. Uh, events uh, will be coming up on there. Eventually, ticket sales will be available on that website as well. And uh, of course, it'll also link you to the Purpose Podcast. Um, and our website there is www.thepurposepodcast.com. Uh, I do want to give a quick shout out. I'm, I haven't really done this before now, but I've got some great people assisting me with this podcast. And uh, a huge shout out to Sarah. Thank you so much uh, for helping with the transcripts. Uh, all those are available online. If you go to thepurposepodcast.com, uh, the transcripts for each episode are on there. Sarah spends countless hours uh, putting those together and adding links to the to those transcripts of websites that were mentioned or, or that might be helpful for you. Um, also, most of the blog posts are being written by Kelly uh, Lupo Anderson, and uh, Kelly has just done an amazing job of writing those blog posts. She's a, a wonderful, talented writer, and we're so thankful for her. So thank you, ladies, both for all the work that you're putting into to this uh, podcast and to make it possible and to make it just amazing. So I do want to just, again, remind you, please make sure you mark your calendars, February 15th through the 19th, GIC 2017. And um, Dave, the person that we're about to hear from, is actually one of our guest that's coming to that event. He's a great guy. I think you're really going to enjoy this call. He's a part of the Elephant family. We love Tom Elephant. We actually get into that conversation a little bit here. I do want to mention that uh, there is a little bit of audio problems at the beginning. Our connection was a little bit slow. Um, and so just bear with it. I promise it doesn't last the whole call. It's just in the first few minutes or so of the call. There's a little bit of uh, of audio jumbling there on, on Dave's side. But Please, let me encourage you to stick with it. Uh, the content is so great. I didn't want to cut anything out because uh, just he had some wonderful things to say. So stick with it. And without any further ado, here's Dave. All right. Well, I'm so excited to have on the line right now my good friend Dave Elif. Uh, and Dave, welcome to the Purpose Podcast. So glad you're here, my friend. Thanks for letting me be here. It's good to talk to you today. Yeah. Well, I think I just want to start off by, by letting you tell us uh, where is it that you currently uh, served during this time? So we are in Seattle, Washington, and we are focusing on the Roosevelt and Ravenna neighborhoods in Seattle, which are about a mile and a half from the University of Washington. Wow. And and how long have you guys been there now? We have been here a little bit over a year and a half. So. Okay. And, and you're like, was your title church planner or what, what is the official okay. title that you would give yourself? Yeah, church planner, I guess. Um, you know, I made business cards and I put lead planter on there and uh, actually getting on the field. 
that really makes no sense to anyone other than us that use that lingo. But yeah, I'm a I'm a pastor and planting a church here in Seattle. So that's awesome, man. Well, um, take us a little further back, I guess. You know, like where is it that you actually grew up? Because um, I'm guessing it wasn't in Seattle. Yeah, I was born in Norman, Oklahoma, and my dad was a pastor, and we were there for several years, and then went and traveled around the U.S. doing revivals for several years, and then um, kind of landed in Little Rock, Arkansas. And so that's where the majority of my childhood was um, was in Arkansas. So. Well, and we need to make the connection because, of course, we know some other people in the, the Ella family, but, you know, there's one person in particular that I know you're related to, and that's Tom Ellef, right? And so what's the what's your relation to him? Right. Uh, Tom's my uncle. Your uncle. Okay. Yeah. The, um, we love Tom Ellef. He has been a uh, speaker at our church before several times, and, of course, okay. he was the president of the IMB uh, for a period, and he is just, he's the man. In fact, your, you know, your whole family has kind of that legacy, I think of, of just service and, and being in, uh, church work. And mm-hmm. so you're, you're following a, a, a strong legacy. I know. Um, well, what, um, and I guess that, yeah, that, that's kind of interesting. Go ahead. Question. So your dad was a pastor. So, so you, mm-hmm. you know, you grew up in the church your whole life, I guess. Um, were, were you saved at a young age or, you know, what did that part of your life look like? Yeah, um, I was saved when I was around seven and really just felt like God was calling me and answered the call and, um, you know, nothing spectacular, but um, really felt a clear calling from God and and, uh, accepted him. And then, you know, throughout my life just really led me more and more to be called into ministry and uh, really in college, God. Uh, really gripped my heart for ministry and missions and uh, discipleship. And um, that was, I think, being saved at a young age, but then really coming into my own um, in college and really seeing that God wanted me to to be on the mission field and to serve him. And that's where that was really solidified later on in life. So, so did, like, um, where did you... Like when you went to college, did what did you study in college? Was it were you on a religion track at that point, or or something else? Yeah, I was. I did um I did a biblical studies and speech com uh, double major, and um just you know my dad planted a church when I was thirteen, I think, and saw just incredibly how challenging that was for him. Um, good but challenging. And so I, I wanted nothing to do with it. I didn't want to be a pastor. <laughs> I didn't want to do those things. And um, in college, really felt like God was leading me in this direction of, of ministry, but didn't want to be a pastor. It was just kind of blocking that out. And um, he really led me to discipleship, just to catch fire for discipleship admissions and, so, um, and for college students. And so I went after college for about three years and worked at the University of Oklahoma with the Baptist Student Union there. It was an incredible time of growth and then uh, spent a couple of years overseas doing church planning there. And that is where God really started gripping and turning my heart towards the local church and towards planting churches. Um, and so that that was a turning point in my life overseas, getting to the point of what is the church and um, 
how desperately we need new churches and um, more churches. And so uh, that was really a turning point for me. Now, when you went to the overseas, were you already married at that point or, or were you single? What, what what part of your life was that? Yeah, I was single. I um, had been out of college for about three years and led a group of college students from OU to this place and uh, was there for two months. And again, thought there's no chance I'm coming back here. Uh, this is hot <laughs> and sweaty and miserable. Um, but God called me back there and it was one of the greatest times of my life. Um, so I was there as a journeyman, uh, okay. with the IMB for about two and a half years and, um, really an incredible time of ministry and growth personally. And then, uh, came back and prayed for a wife within a year and God answered that prayer, which was awesome. And, uh, met my wife, Mary, and we were married about four years ago. So, wow. And, um, j- just to put it in context a little bit, but what, what part of the world were you serving in? Um, it was one of the Asias, wasn't it? Yeah. Asia? Yeah. I was in Southeast, Southeast Asia. Asia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, um, that place kind of above Australia over in that part of the world. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that's, that's cool. Okay. Now, and in the last four years, um, a lot's happened, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you guys have brought what, one, two three, kids into the world, three, three. Yeah, <laughs> in so, four years. We so, don't. Have so our, they're all. Yeah. So and all and all. So all three of them are under the age of four, right? At this point. Under the age of three at this point. Yeah. Under the age of three. Okay. So, wow, that was it's, better than I thought. Yeah, you know, it's it's really um, combining three small children under the age of three with church planning. You know, it's really not that difficult. Um, <laughs> no, it's been. Uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's a challenging combination, but a really fun one at the same time. So, well, you're taking that church growth thing really seriously, Dave. I love it. <laughs> yeah. How do you so build uh, children's ministry? You have that's to- right. You start with the preschool, right? So start at home. I love it. <laughs> that's great. What? Um. So what? What was it that? Um. You know. So I mean, you, you know, grew up in Oklahoma, Arkansas, served in Southeast Asia. Um, what was it that drew you to Seattle specifically after all that? Yeah, you know, we, my wife and I have always had this prayer that God would lead us to a place where there was an incredible need, but where we could make a great impact for the kingdom. And so I, after coming back from Southeast Asia, went to seminary at Southwestern and Fort Worth, and um, we were praying about what to do next and really planning on going back overseas. And I, was in a class and uh, a man came in and he showed this graph of all these red arrows coming from all across the world into New York city and representing all the people that come to New York city from across the nations. Mm -hmm. And then he showed blue arrows going out back all across the world. And just, he emphasized that, you know, if we reach these major cities for Christ, we can have an incredible impact globally. And then also that these major cities in the U S really impact the culture of the U.S. in a great way. And so if we can reach them, we can really impact the U.S. So we started praying um, in that sense. I'm not a city guy. Uh, I enjoy convenient parking and things like that. Um, But uh, just really that impacted me. And so we started praying about planting in the U.S. And uh, I came to Seattle just 
someone invited me um, to come and learn about church planning, and I was really interested in that, and so I came, and I love coffee, and so I came. That was a little <laughs> hidden motivation there, but um, came, yeah. and within the three days that I was here, uh, just really felt God turning my heart towards the city, um, just sensing some of the same spiritual lostness that I saw overseas and um, darkness um, and need here. And so I was just really gripped by the need of the city and then also by the uh, influence that the city has um, nationally and globally. Um, so <clears throat> that's really what kind of led us here. And my wife is a sunshine person, so I thought there's no chance she's going to want to move here. Um, but God really laid it on her heart as well. And um just really confirmed it to both of us. And so, you know, we know without a doubt, this is where we're supposed to plant our lives. So. Oh, that's awesome. The, um, now you, so you've been there about a year and a half, you said, um, since you've, you know, moved out officially and started playing the church and what, what has been like one of the biggest challenges during that, during that time from being there? Um, it's, you know, it's an incredibly <clears throat> beautiful city, but also, uh, dark, and hardened city. And so it's just hard soil um, to till, but we've seen God do some incredible things um, through our ministry. I think one of the most challenging things is um, having three kids under three, honestly, and (laughs) just bouncing, uh, being in a city where there's so much need and you see, you want to just keep going after it day after day um, and balancing that with family time and, um, and really having the appropriate boundaries there. So that's probably been the biggest challenge for me, uh, personally. Um, but, uh, along with the fact that a lot of people here are very closed off to the gospel, they'll talk about spiritual things, but when it comes to them accepting the gospel, that's a, that's a different thing. Mm-hmm. You, you know, when you mentioned, you know, that the, the ground is just really hard and, and hard to till. I think that, that's a great analogy and, and so true. You know, when, um, when I was in Seattle just visiting, uh, you know, it's, it really, you do have that sense. I mean, there's this Seattle really is a powerhouse. I mean, like you said, you know, influence, talk about influence, not only on our nation, but on the world. I mean, you've got some of the greatest companies in the world there, you know, you got Amazon and you got Microsoft, you've got, um, what is it about Boeing is based there or one of the airline uh, companies. Yeah. And so, you know, of course you got Starbucks and, you know, the list just goes on and on and on of all the, you know, huge companies that are based there. And so it really is influencing, like I said, not only the U S I think, but the world. And so the, the possibility of making an impact is great, but, but as you said, just really hard ground. What, what do you see like, you know, on on a day-to-day basis, you know, you know, here you are millions of people, you know, that you're passing by and knowing that really the majority of them are, are lost. You know, how do you determine what is the best thing for you to be doing with your time each day? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> really, I talk a lot to our church and our core team, <clears throat> excuse me. I talk a lot to our core team and church about, um, being spirit led and intentional. Um, so spirit led intentionality and really just listening to the Holy Spirit and walking with Him and then taking action to do what He leads you to do um, and going to places specifically with the purpose of reaching people and not 
you know there's a big difference between you know I don't have an office so I do a lot of my work in our neighborhood uh, in coffee shops and different places and there's a big difference between me going and putting earbuds in and just closing myself off from the world I mean that doesn't I'm no different than anybody else doing work in there. Um, but if I go at the same time, uh, the same day, and I know the workers that are going to be there and the people that are usuals there that day, um, that's just one of the ways that I can reach people for Christ and be intentional in reaching out to people. And then, you know, being willing to be flexible with what I'm doing and uh, keep those earbuds off and keep open to a 30-minute conversation if that's what God leads. And so um, it's a lot of prayer, a lot of um, thinking about places where people are um, hanging out, and that would be conducive to building relationships, um, and really then trying to use our time wisely to go to the, be at those places and engage people uh, in, those, in those areas. So. I love that, you know, so be intentional, but, but flexible. I like that. But then, but then with prayer and really going to the places where the people are, that's, that's, that's a great thing I think to be doing. So have you seen any, any victories during their time there? I mean, anything that, any stories that you could share, you know, that, man, that was just a great victory that we've seen. Yeah. Another thing we've really tried to do is, um, Seattle is such a big place, 4 million people in the greater Seattle area. And so, uh, each neighborhood kind of has its own personality and they're really proud of their neighborhood. And so um, that's why we're focusing specifically on the Roosevelt neighborhood. And so one of the things we wanted to do was um, get to know business owners and really bless them and love them and just tell them that, hey, Roots Community Church is for your business. Um, we support your business and try to build relationships through that. And so one of the places we were led to very early on, even in our vision trips out here before we moved here, um, was a burger place in Roosevelt and um, really awesome burgers. So it makes it easy to be intentional there, uh, intentional <laughs> to go there. But um, just through going and bringing any teams that come to visit, we would take them to this place and give them that business and um, constantly bringing people to that business. Um, and through that, just built a really good relationship with the owner. And from that, um, we've gotten to have him, have him in our home and share the gospel with him. He's had us in his home, um, got to share the gospel and, and talk to him and his wife uh, multiple times in spiritual things. And so he started coming um, to our church, which is incredible. And um, he said to me one day, a couple of weeks ago, he said, you know, Dave, I know you've got all these people moving to be a part of your church because we're building our core team right now. And he said, do they need jobs? Like, wow. Well, yeah. And he said, you know, I want to partner with you to give these people jobs. Um, so as they come that they can support themselves. And so, you know, for us, that wow. is, um, you know, just a direct answer to prayer and that's why we're intentional to go back to the same places and build relationships and just really saw God, God work in that, uh, in that relationship. And, um, that's really just opened the door, um, you know, to that whole restaurant, um, for us to build relationships with the other workers as well. 
So. Oh, that's awesome. You know, and, and it's, it's slow work, you know, I know. And so, you know, it's, it's not something you're going to be seeing victory, you know, in hundreds immediately, but hopefully those small steps that you take forward, you know, one at a time will then lead to other steps that you can take that will lead to, you know, bigger victories in the days ahead. So, mm-hmm. but, but I love that. I, just a, a little encouragement for you. I was, I was talking to one of our other guys coming from New York, actually, you mentioned New York and, mm-hmm. and he was sharing um, just how, you know, there were people that he was talking to three years ago that are just now starting to come to the Lord, um, after all that work. So I just want to encourage you, man, stay the, stay the course, you know, it's, it's, it's going to, it takes some time, but once you start to see that momentum build, you know, you'll start to see some of those victories and, and it'll kind of hopefully become like a snowball effect, you know, just build over time and Mm -hmm. just keep going. I think one of the hardest things in Seattle is, is specifically, is just, you really got to have some staying power, mm. you know? Um, I mean, it's, it is such a hard town. It's expensive, mm. uh, to live there. Um, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, yeah. but, you know, um, but it's expensive yeah. to live, live there and, and just be there. So, so I just want to encourage you, man, stay the course here. You, you've got great potential to, to do big things. Um, Hey, speaking of that, tell us, you know, what are some other prayer needs that you have, um, during, during this time, either personally or, or for the church? Yeah, um, I think, you know, personally, just getting in the swing of things, our third, our third child is uh, two months old, so he's just starting, Elijah is starting to sleep through the night, and so um, just getting back into uh, regular rhythm of sleep, it would be great, uh, we'd enjoy that, um, <laughs> so just prayer for that as a family, just to get in a regular routine, um, and rhythm. Um, for the church, we are leading up to launching uh, in January. And so um, just praying for that time. We've got four months and we're really going to hit it hard um, to prepare to launch publicly as a church. And so um, just praying for that. And it'd be January 22nd will be when we launch. And um, just praying for that day and leading up to that, um, that God would just have his hand over every part of it. Absolutely, man. That's awesome. The, um, Hey, just a a couple more questions here, kind of as uh, we start to end the near, but what are, what are some lessons that you've learned along the way, either, um, by church planning there in Seattle or maybe things leading up to your church planning time that, uh, that have really made a difference in your life? I think, um, you know, there is no substitute for an intimate walk with the Lord. And so, Mm -hmm. um, learn that, you know, before coming here, but each place that God's brought me, he, he chisels that in a little deeper um, and hammers that in a little further. And so um, just the incredible importance of regardless of what logistics or strategy or um, planning we try to do, if I'm not intimately walking with him and spending time with him on a daily basis, uh, then a lot of those things are going to be led by my personality or my giftings and strength and not his. And um, really the the real true work comes through the Holy Spirit. And so um, that's probably been one of the biggest lessons in that, you know, being in an, a challenging place for ministry, that's one of the things we come back to over and over is just going back to him and being uh, refreshed and renewed um, through our relationship with him. Um, another thing is 
like I've said, just being spirit led and intentional and just really trying to plan out each day and, and the things that we do <clears throat> to have the biggest impact um, for the kingdom and, um, and not, not waste time uh, doing things that aren't being effective for the kingdom, but um, really think through and pray and allow the Lord to impress on your heart what what He wants you to do, and then just go do it. So, mm-hmm. in what in what ways could people come alongside you um, in the work there that that you're doing? Like how, especially you know maybe people from Montgomery, Alabama. What's the best way that they could come alongside you to help? Yeah, I think that the first thing is that this is a spiritual war zone. And so um, prayer is vitally important. And sometimes we take that for granted or it becomes cliche, but um, really praying for us, praying for our protection, for our strength, praying that we do uh, keep in our intimate walks with God, um, praying that the lost, their hearts would be softened to the gospel and the Lord would bring many people to him. Um, so prayer, and then another thing would be um, coming out here on a team as a church, as we do that to partner through um, participating here in Seattle and coming out and serving the community with us um, and being a part of that. Another thing is you know financial support, which your church does, and uh, we're really grateful for that. Um, but those are kind of three things that the, ch- the church can do um, to really be a part and um, praying for us on a regular basis and for our members and, and for our city, uh, I'd say, is, is first and foremost. So, Well, there you have it. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Dave Elif. Uh, Dave is a wonderful guy and a great partner. We're so glad to have him on our team. And just want to mention, too, uh, we did lose a little bit of the end of the call there at the very end, but um, he wanted to make sure that everybody knew that the way to contact him is through his website, Roots cc.com that's r-o-o-t-s-c-c.com and dave just thank you again so much for coming on on the podcast uh, it was so much fun to have you here uh, i hope everyone will check it out of course you can link back to www.thepurposepodcast.com that'll give you all the show notes the transcript that i mentioned earlier and um, links to dave's website Uh, Anything else that we may have mentioned is on there. So I hope you'll check that out. Visit it. Also, just want to remind you that if you could take just a moment and please rate us in iTunes. If you're listening to this in iTunes, please go online and give us a rating. That'll really help to boost that podcast, get it more visible for others to hear. So thank you so much. Until next time, I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening to The Purpose Podcast. For more information, please visit thepurposepodcast.com.